Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to start the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter, send his weapon to a show home. College Oak coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn or what your man to say? We spitting live wireless, leave him shot with the gamma ray. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't the closest to candidate. I block the deep and you draw like Japanese animated. It's just us and the rest, news off the hottest press. Dope from the boogie down, Kyle Holt and Philly West. Repping with the legends, classic in the future. Second politics, sports segment, live phone, call up a question, it's the NYPA, 95 Connection, real people, ain't no script, cute call for directions, just team on the grind time till it's all perfection, throw it past the satellite so you can catch reception, so touch ground with us, we kill challenges, a murder it for every number on your calendars, from west to the boogie down the greyhound and this, we google spot, anchor podcast pockets, this. Welcome to NYPA Entertainment Radio live here on Block Talk. Sunday is 5 p.m. Uh, thank you for joining Alonzo and I from the Bronx here in uh, Philly in the NYPA studio. Thank you for joining us today. we got a lot of stuff we're going to get into, a lot of things to discuss. Um, and at um, 5.30, we have a very special guest and a guest host will be joining us here on NYPA Entertainment Radio if you listen to us live which you should, at 5.30. Uh, we have journalist, editor, publicist, and CEO of Hanna Associates PR, Hanna G, a.k.a. Hanna Glinsky, will be calling in live here on NYPA Entertainment Radio 5.30. We're going to bust it up with her. Uh, she's going to tell us how she got started in the PR business. And uh, we got topics Zoe and I are going to get into, bounce off of her, get a little bit of a, her opinion and so forth. Um it's going to be a lot of fun. I have a lot. Of, it's just going to be really, really, really cool. Uh, so stick around for that. And as always, if you can't catch this show when it's happening live here on Blog Talk, you always can go back later on on demand and download this show and others on this platform or 19 others as iTunes, Anchor, Amazon, iHeart, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. I can go on and on on Riverside.fm. I go on and on and on and on and on. You have 19 different ways to listen to this show on demand if you cannot catch us live every Sunday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. All right, well, let's get started. Okay, now, I've been talking about this for a while, Spotlight Music Playlist, and the results are in, okay? Now I'm going to back up. When I started Spotlight Playlist, it was something that I wanted to kind of shake up again with our, or with our playlist, our monthly music playlist. So I wanted to kind of just shake it up from time to time. It's not going to happen every month. Not every other month, but every now and then we'll throw it out there. What I wanted to do is also get you guys involved. Yeah, I think it's going to work. I don't know. I don't know. All right, people are fickle. Who knows? So I was like, all right, well, we'll, we'll pick the first two, which was New York and, and Philly um, late last year and, and this year. Then I was like, all right, it's time for you guys to vote. Again, don't know. So post it up, put Nas, Jay-Z. All right, don't look like nothing's going to happen. Okay, next thing I know, I get – Text. I get emails. I get DMs. People literally not saying hi, but following instructions and giving me the house of Jay Z. 
I, for a minute, I was like, who, 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 this might happen to my, who's like playing jokes? I forgot. Comments here, but it was spread over, spread in email, spread in my DMs. There's people who listen to Joe who texted me and just like, this is who I want, this, that, and the other. Um, it started out like nothing. Then I said, oh, it may be a tie. Um, is that you, Zoe, or are you doing something else? Zoe? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, there's a little interference there. Um, as I was saying, so it started out as a, a tie, and then I was like, all right, I'm going to have to make a decision. Then, then some more votes came in, and uh, then we got our results. So that's it. We got our results. So what we got? You'll find out when I play the music. <laughs> You'll find out. You'll find out what I'll play. I ain't saying nothing. Y'all really want to know? Then you stick around for this. I'm not going to tell That's you right. between Jay-Z and Nas. And like I said, it's not just all their music. It's anyone associated with them, any tracks that they were on with other people. So it's under their umbrella, their associates, and so forth. So I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. You just stick around and find out. Uh, who the winner is uh, when our first music break in a few minutes, and uh, we'll go from there. <laughs> um, I'm gonna back up because I didn't do this last week. We didn't have a time, and I want to start with last week's topics we didn't we didn't touch up on. Um, and I wanted to get into and I, excuse me, wanted your opinion, uh, Martin, the Martin reunion, uh, bring Martin and Gina together this month. Um, so the classic 90s sitcom Martin will unite will reunite this month on BET Plus. Over five seasons, uh, Fox Fox's Martin, the Martin Lawrence led sitcom, became a cultural force that led that lived in syndication long after the final episode aired. Well, now the now now that other lesser 90s sitcoms are getting reunions, it's time Martin got his due. Uh, Martin, the reunion will be coming to BT Plus this month, bringing the original cast back to the iconic Detroit apartment set with Martin Lawrence, Tisha Campbell, uh, Tashina Arnold, and Carl Payne uh, the second, all slated to appear. It's unclear as of now whether or not <laughs> uh, Shanae or Roscoe Oldis himself will come knocking on Martin's door. However, this won't be a new episode or a season. It's a one-off meeting between the old cast uh, BET Public Relations wrote in a statement, the cast will look back on the show's most hilarious moments, revisit the iconic characters Martin made famous, and pay an emotional tribute to the late, great Tommy Ford. Complete with musical performances and drop-ins by celebrity superfans, Martin the Reunion brings back the what's up, what's up, what's up passion uh, fans have been waiting for. Um, the Reunion will premiere soon, June 16th, on uh, BET Plus, BET's exclusive streaming service, which uh, which we can only assume is a hassle to use because all streaming services are. But uh, if you are a Martin fan, which most people are, it might be worth going through the aggravating experience of signing up. I thought, and I think they might, and I hope they do it this way, I seen the Fresh Prince reunion, and it was good. And they did it perfect. And the tribute they gave James Avery was a tearjerker. <laughs> um, and I can imagine what they're going to do for Tommy. And it's weird and it's sad that some of these characters cannot be around for this. And I wish 
they did freshman a little bit sooner with James Avery still around. I wish he was just still around, period. Same thing with Tommy Ford. Um, I'm curious. I do want to see because like I said I was I actually really did like the Fresh Prince one. I didn't think I would, but I ended up watching that. I think when it first came out, it was right when the pandemic started. We all kind of was locked in. So I was like, all right, I got nothing else to do. We got nothing else to watch this, watch this. And I was, I loved it. It was, it was I, I really enjoyed the reunion. They didn't overdo it. Um, it's just a great one-off, and I hope Martin's the same way. What do you think? Yeah, I, I hope so also. Um, you know, it, you know, I'm I actually surprised that, you know, Tisha Campbell, um, you know, uh, decided to, to do this, you know, despite that, you know, her and Martin Lawrence had their little disagreement in the, in the past, you know, so, you know, I guess um, that is over with between them two and, you know, they're able to work together again. Um, but, you know, I was kind of a little surprised when you started reading uh, about this, you know, about this reunion in my mind, I had already said, okay, well, it's probably not going to be good because it's going to be, you know, a couple of characters that's not going to be there, which is, of course, Tommy Ford, and I didn't see because he's no longer here with us, um, and um, Tisha Campbell because of the the feud between the two. So I'm, you know, happy to see that, you know, they're able to work together and um, do this this uh, reunion. You know, I'm going to watch it, you know, and I also did see the the Fresh Prince uh, reunion, so I'm hoping that it is just as good as the Fresh Prince. Um, I, I was, I wasn't surprised. I think I knew they squashed their beef like in 2019, 2020. And around that time, I think it's right before time and right after time, they, they was going to do it a different way. Um, right. and then it was called off. And then, then, then it just called off altogether. I think it was going to be another way of doing it. Um, and in my, and I didn't, I don't know this, but I think once, once they saw how Fresh Prince handled everything, cause this is, seems very similar how the Fresh Prince is going to do it. They did it on the set of the mansion and came in, told their stories, and then flashback. And then, of course, they did told their stories by James Avery, which they, was very classy. It was very, it was very well. And I hope, like I said, they do the same thing. So, um, yeah, I, I believe they squashed their beef like two, three years ago on a low. Uh, Maybe longer than that. Maybe longer than that just for the public to know. Maybe longer than that. Um, were they getting right. to that? Were they discuss that? Because you—that's the elephant in the room. Because the final season, they weren't on the same set. They—they they made up storylines where they weren't around each other. So right. the same way, the same way they brought up the uh, the Janet Hubert and Will Smith situation, which was deep. Also, I'm thinking they might do the same thing because you can't avoid that. Like you—it's been in the news. That's the elephant in the room. That's what people will be looking for. They're going to want to mm-hmm. know what what happened. How y'all work it out so forth and so on. So I, you know, in this day and age, I, you know, when people kind of want answers, I mean, we don't deserve it. It's not our business overall. You only got to give us nothing, but uh, I believe, I hope they will. And I think they will um, throw some light on, on what happened, how they squash him and so forth, because the Will Smith and Janet Huber, when we, we all know how, how ugly that guy in the media, how she was straight trashing him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. The videos out there. Right. How angry she was with him in a situation, yeah. and um, he, you know, he apologized for his part, and and, and there you go. So hopefully they doesn't like, you know, discuss what was going on between the two at the time and so forth. So I was though, I'm going to check it out. 
There you go right there. I'm yes. going to check that joint out. Um, we'll say Method Man and Slick Rick join forces on DJ Muggs, Metropolis. Uh, Method Man, that's, that's not a bad combination. Damn. Uh, Method Man Slick Rick has linked up on a new DJ Muggs collaboration called Metropolis, taken from the Cypress Hill producer's forthcoming album, Souls Assassin 3, um, that was just re- released uh, two weeks ago. The track kicks off with a verse from Wu-Tang Clan MC before Rick the Ruler takes over. Uh, a quote, first, they said, I was overrated, illegal motion. I had no motive or motivation, Method Man raps on the song. But F the world, this is fornication, and just keep that energy. I'm a magic coordination. Hmm. Speaking on the track, DJ mm-hmm. Muggs wrote on Instagram, uh, this shit is live now, this shit is live now worldwide on your mother effing phone and com- and computer featuring my home is Method Man and the Grand Wizard, Slick Rick. This is the first single from the new Soul Assassin 3 album, Jump in the Whip and Bump This Shit. Uh, the Soul Assassin Chapter 1 was released in March of 97, which features Dr. Drake, Goody Mob, RZA, Jizza, Mob, D. Curse, 1, MC8, Be Real, Y. Clef, Infamous Mob, Infamous Mob, uh, yeah, Infamous Mob, and others, with the project peaking at number 20 on the Billboard 200 chart. The sequel, Soul Assassin 2, then dropped in 2000 with another stellar guest list of Cool G Rap, Exhibit Corrupt, uh, Dilated People, Jizza, and Razkaz. DJ Muggs' longtime affiliation with Wu-Tang Clan members also includes Jizza collabor- uh, collaborative album Grandmasters in 05, which also featured Raekwon Master Killer and Master Killer. Um, in 2013, Muggs discussed working with Method Man on Bullworth. Uh, they talk about it while we live it from the 1998 soundtrack of the same name. Quote, Bullworth approached me to do something for the soundtrack, and they wanted a posse cut, he said, and they, and they were like, who do you want? And I was like, why? Why? Can I get anybody? At the time, they were getting 100, 100 Gs for a song. The budgets were ridiculous. So I was like, Prodigy, I'm uh, like, Prodigy, I'm feeling, Curse one for sure, and Method Man. You can see Prodigy wasn't in the studio, so I sent the real to him. Method Man and Curse one recorded the same day in New York. Imagine them MCs together. Jesus. Curse one ripped it. The Method Man came in, sat down, did his vocals. And that was the first time I saw someone do that sitting on a high, uh, uh, on a stool spitting. Mm. Slick Rick and Method Man on the same track. So. Oh my gosh, I, I'm dying to hear this, man. <laughs> it's like I, I'm getting chills by by listening to Method Man, <laughs> Slick Rick. <laughs> yeah. Method Man, Slick uh, Rick, man. I, I want to hear this. <laughs> You can't get no better than that. You can't get no better than those two together flowing. Uh, you think what I'm thinking? You think what I'm thinking? What's that? About this track. Hmm. What should we do with we this gonna, track? We're going we gonna, we, we, we gonna to have it on NYPA Entertainment Radio. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> when? When? As soon as the single, um, uh, as soon as possible. Let's get it. So. Yeah, I was going to say July playlist. So yeah, July music playlist. Mm-hmm. We can't do it now because we gotta we gotta figure out who won the Nas and uh, Jay Z uh, poll. So we gotta figure that out. So it's not this month. So mm-hmm. next month we'll put the Slick Rick and Method Man track on uh, music playlist here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. All right. With that being said, without further ado, we're gonna find out. Cause I know those waiting thing like I want to know who won. 
I want to know who won. Oh, yeah. And shout out to everyone oh, yeah. who took the time out to, to vote, to DM me, to, to call, text, comment. I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys, like, supporting the show by doing that. I, I like that. You know, those who didn't, you know, y'all can do it yourselves. Uh, here we go. I don't know. I, I'm not going to say anything. So, uh, yeah. No, just so hope you, hope you guys nothing, like what y'all voted for. I hope mm-hmm. you guys like who y'all voted for. I, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. So we'll be right back, right here, NYPA Entertainment Radio. Presidents to represent me. I'm out for presidents to represent me. I'm out for presidents to represent me. I'm out for presidents to represent me. Who wanna bet us that we don't touch leather? Stack cheddars forever. Live treacherous, all these veterans. To the death of us, me and my confidants We shine, you feel the ambiance, y'all niggas just rhyme Body ounce though accumulates like snow We don't just shine, we illuminate the whole show You feel me? Factions from the other side would love to kill me Spill three quarts of my blood into the street Let alone the heat Fuck him, we hate a nigga loving his life In all possible ways, no defense is bugging my life Hospital days, reflecting when my man laid up On the uptown high block, he got his side sprayed up I saw his life slipping, this is a minor setback Yo, still in all we living, just dream about to get back That made him smile, though his eyes said, pray for me I do you one better and slay these niggas faithfully Murder is a tough thing to digest, it's a slow process And I ain't got nothing but time I had near brushes, not to mention Three shots, close range, never touch me Divine intervention, can't stop by From drinking my ties with Tata Down in Nevada, ha ha, ba ba World life, I dabbled in crazy weight Without rap, I was crazy straight Pot and I'm still spending money from 88 I'm out for presidents to represent me I'm out for presidents to represent me I'm out for death, 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 i am but until then, I keep the trillion cut diamonds shining brilliant I tell you half the story, the rest you fill it in Long as the villain win, I spend Japan yen The ten major events, catch me in the joint Convince my iguanas is biting J-A-Y hyphen, controlling, manipulating I got a good life, man, pounds and pence Enough dollars make sense, why you ride the bench? Catch me swinging for the fence, dead president, you know Uh-huh so be it, the Soviet, the unified steady flow. You already know, you light, I'm heavy row, heavy dough, Mike Machete, your flow. Your paper falls slow like your Fetty. Mine's a steady grow, Betty grow. Pray five in it for blow. Better believe I have 1160 to show. My dough flip like Typhoon. Jay-Z the icon. Baby, you like Dawn? Maybe this Chris Dow's a change of life on. Bro with the winners. Heavy spinners like hit records. Rockefeller, don't get it corrected. This shit is perfected from chips. The chicks are stripping the Lexus. Naked without your gun. We taking everything you brung. We caking. Your niggas is faking. We getting it done. Crime family. Well connected. Jay-Z. Yeah, you fake thugs. 
is unplugged like MTV. Got MP3, take your treasure. My pleasure. Dead president jail. Politics is your jail. Bang. Instead of the great skies, great five paid eyes, wishing our rainy dives, pitch sling pies. 
lies and niggas, they sing why Guess they ain't strong enough to handle their jail time Weak minds keep trying, follow the street signs I'm standing on the roof of my building I'm feeling the whirlwind of beef I inhale it Just like an acrobat, ready to hurl myself through the hoops of fire Sipping 80 proof, bulletproof under my attire Could it be the forces of darkness against hood, angels of good That form street politics, makes a sweet, honest kid turn illegal for commerce To get his feet out of them converse, that's my word Black Republican money keep coming in Can't turn my back on the hood, I got love for them Can't clean my act up for good, too much thugging them Probably in the back of the hood I feel like a black militant taking over the government Can't turn my back on the hood, too much love for them Can't clean my act up for good, too much thugging them Probably in the back of the hood, I'm like, fuck it then Like monuments, 
Google Earth Nas, I got flats in other continents Worst enemies wanna be my best friends Best friends wanna be enemies like that's what's in But I don't give a fuck, walk inside the lion's den Take everybody's chips, drop the cash to men Up your catalog, dog, mine's worth too much Like Mike Jack's ATV part, Matola can't touch Let this bitch breathe <laughs> Let this bitch breathe Welcome back to NYP Entertainment Radio, live here on Blog Talk. Uh, so, who won? I take it as a tie. I, yeah, it was close. It was close. It was close. But I did say that they can be on other people's tracks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember I said that. So, they're on the share, yeah. track, but who won? So, uh, I'm assuming, you know, because I'm taking it as a tie from it, but you said other people track, so let's say I would say Jay. We'll find out after uh, our second music break. It was close. I'm not telling anyone nothing. <laughs> right. It was close. Now, it, was, it was close. It was almost close. Right, right, okay. I'll, I'll, be, yeah. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Okay. You ready? Go ahead. All right. They're from New York. Are well, they both from New York? Come on. That's your hit. I didn't even tell you who it was going to be. They're like, they're both from hit. New York. So what are you... <laughs> there's your hit. Like they're from New York. They're both from New York. <laughs> oh, there's your hit. There's your hit. Oh, <laughs> man. Now you guys got to figure out. You have to wait. You know, in my 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 opinion, I'm assuming the people said Jay. I'm gonna tell you who I would think will win, but I'll tell you later. Oh, that, that's fine. That, that's fine. Uh, it was close. Let's leave it at that. And uh, <laughs> wait, don't I say it? Both from Come on, man. I said you want a hint. You said, yeah, I'm, that's the hint. They're from New York. You get the figure ring out. They're from New York. All right, give me a hint. What borough? One of the five. <laughs> One of the All five. Right. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Uh, <laughs> Caller, you on the air, NYP Entertainment Radio. Hi, may I please speak to NYPA Entertainment Radio? <laughs> oh, yes, you may. <laughs> well, thank you. Really so, how you, doing? You, you, you. You hear how he's doing me right now? How am I I'll doing be... you right now? No, he's talking about me. He's talking about how I'm doing him. I right, let me catch you oh, up. Okay. Let me stop there. Let me, let me introduce you first. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is... Uh, Journalist, editor, publicist, CEO of Hana Associates, Hana G, a.k.a. Hana Glinski. Thank you so much for taking time out 
for joining us there, NYPA Entertainment Radio. Appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me, NYPA Radio. Oh, uh, well, you got entertainment. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. It's Alonzo Ward in the background, you know. I'm glad to be That's here right. today. What are you guys getting into? Um, oh, man, we into, talking about, go ahead, tell her. Well, uh, yeah, before we get into uh, speaking about you and everything, I'm doing the Spotlight Music Playlist, and it's where everyone can pick what genre music, artist, writer, producer, album, error, country they want for a particular month. So have everyone pick between either Nas or Jay-Z. Make it hard. So we're a global show, and mm-hmm. I'm getting different texts, and call people calls, and people emails, people commented on who they want. And with, Nas and Jay- with the Nas and Jay-Z music playlist, it's not just all their music. It's people under their umbrella, people they are you know associated with, other tracks they've been on, or people on their tracks, or whatever the case may be. And right. it was close, and I know who it is. And he asked, I asked if you want a hint, and I told him. I said, they're both from New York. That's your hint. Pick which one. Who won? Uh, he, who said, he said they're from New York. He was like, they're both from New York. Like, which one? Yeah, <laughs> I said, you I want a hint who won? Okay. And then I said, which borough? I said, which borough? He says, one of the five. <laughs> But can I guess? Can I guess which one of the boroughs it is? Yes. Okay. Brooklyn. Am I right? Okay. Okay. We'll see. Um, we'll see. It was close. We'll see. It was okay. close. Okay. Kyle's not trying to right. tip his hand that No. <laughs> <laughs> Our next uh, music show. break. Our next music break. Uh, we'll find out who the actual winner is for the Spotlight Music Playlist for the month of June. Now, we'll get to that a little bit later. All right, so you're a guest, and you're a guest host also, so you can stick around throughout the rest of the show. Um, but we're going to start with you. Uh, you have a very, very, very impressive bio. Like, I, some of the stuff I remember, some stuff I didn't know, some stuff I knew, very impressive. And what oh, had me thinking, thank you. What had me thinking back was, uh, flood of memories when we met in '04 at CBS, and right. I was and I'm gonna back up and bring it to you because you you're a big part of then and now how it started. I was brought on with this guy my, who was the second in command, my man Adam Lash, to bring an audience to the morning show, CBS morning show, and they had two executive producers, right? Two executive producers, which is odd. They didn't like each other, had different visions. And one was, I think it was Victor, and he wanted a, a crowd. <laughs> you remember him? He wanted a, a crowd as big as his, the Today Show, and we couldn't give him that right away. So we started out November '03, and it was hard. It was cold. We was at the old Trump General Motors building outside, you know, Fifth right. uh, Avenue Plaza, right, yes. gym building, and. We couldn't get nobody to come out, right, be one or two. And every time we would come back into the office, my, I had, my typical was way, was way in the back in the back corner near the printer. All the producers, right before you came on, all the producers would throw a shade and make fun of us and say stuff about us. And I, oh, I liked your segment, and we had nobody <laughs> really out there. Right. And you got a whiff for that when you came on. And I met you because you had to go, you went to the copier 
and I'm in the back cubicle, and you're like, hey, how you doing? And I was like, we did, we were only two, like, real African-American young people there, so we busting it up. Right. And, but from that time on, every time Adam and I came back, no matter if we had one or two people, you were the first one, like, good job. The only one. And we're looking at you like, we had, like, two people out there. We like, no matter. You got people out there. That was your Well, episode. it was the early show. It was the early show, and it was winter. And, I mean, it was, like, the coldest month of winter. Wasn't it, like, December and January? And it yes. was the yeah. butt crack of dawn. So if you could manage yeah. to bring anybody out, that was great. But I, from what I remember, there was always a substantial audience. Like, you guys managed to pull it off. Yeah, after a while, we, we came up with some gimmicks to get people out there. And then from then on, the producers would, like, start complimenting us and coming to my cubicle, hey, I got, I got an idea and this, this, and this. Before they were just, like, throwing the shade and making fun of us, you were the only one coming up, like, good job. And we were looking at you like, crazy? But you like, you got someone out there. So Hey, how about I from- was Hannah D, and then there was Hannah Storm. And they were like, oh, um, yeah, they were like, they were like, no, I forget what I said, but they were like, you don't want to be like her. Like it said something sideways, but yeah, there was a lot of um, <laughs> there was a lot of internal gossip. <laughs> yeah, and you've been like from that, that time on, you always been supportive. Even up with our show now, you always like talk to me on the low, like directly, indirectly, pointing out stuff or whatever. So. That's always been kind of like our bond. You always been like, well, yeah, don't worry about that. But you got somebody. Don't worry about that. And that's always been you. Yeah, like, go get them. Support that. Kyle, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I remember you coming in to the early show at like 9:30 in the morning. You'd be late as hell. And I just loved <laughs> that you could come in at any time and just do your job. Like, <laughs> you would come in with all smiles, and it would be like 9:30. <laughs> And, 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 oh, I was coming from the GM building. I was there by 6.30. I was coming from the GM oh. building. That's why I came in at 9.30. Because oh, okay. I was over there by like oh. 6.30, 7 in the morning. So I'm coming in right 9.30, because I'm finishing up yes. over there. So that's where I was coming in from. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I remember having to be there at like 4.30 in the morning. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. To get well, early. Early, though, of course. Yeah. Of course, yeah. But now, with you, like I said, let's back up. Um, you're originally from Boston, so I know you got to be hype about your Celtics being in the finals. Yeah, I guess so. You could say that. <laughs> oh, you're not a Boston fan? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know what? So, I'm going to tell you what, like, when it comes to sports, what I really mm-hmm. remember about Boston is the hockey team, the Boston Bruins. And I remember on mm-hmm. Channel 38, they would always have the hockey games. I didn't spend a lot of time there, but from what I recall, yeah, everybody loved the Celtics, but I just thought it was so dope the way the Bruins would be on that ice with their sticks just flipping that puck around. And um, mm-hmm. it was very much part of the Massachusetts <laughs> culture to go ice skating you know, in the winter because it was so cold there. So, yeah, that's what I remember. Okay. <laughs> um, so how did you get into and in starting Han Associates PR? Well, let me tell you, it was all accidental. 
because since the mm-hmm. sixth grade, I was going to go into psychology. And a few things along the way kind of derailed my plans. And I ended up at Hunter studying psychology, and they had student advisors. And the student mm-hmm. advisor gave me some classes that were really not geared toward my major. So I found out about halfway in, like, maybe three semesters in, and I said, well, what can I do with these classes? They said, you could go into media. And my godfather, Charlie Austin, was an anchor at NBC in Boston. And I talked to him about it, and I thought, all right, fine, you know, I'll just go into media just to get this degree over with because I wanted to get out of school. And then um, once I finished up with you, Kyle, at, at, at CBS, First of all, I don't know if you remember the kind of salaries that they were given, but there were people that were there for a really long time not making a lot of money. And I don't want to talk about what I know that they were making, but let's just Uh say that they had roommates and, you know, they didn't have health insurance, but they were there early in the morning and late at night Uh and trying to always make overtime you know, just to make up right. for the difference. And I was like, that's not me, B. Like, <laughs> and I didn't want, and the whole world was trying to have a job at CBS. I shouldn't say the whole world, but it was very competitive because it was a commercial news outlet. So you get mm-hmm. not just domestic, you know, local people trying to get a job, but people from other countries sending in leads also trying to get a job. And that's why mm-hmm. the salary was what it was. I mean, you really had to be very special and eat a lot of crow for many years to be, you know, breaking even. And I was like, this is, this is not for me. So I had some corporate experience. I was, I, I had, when I was like 17, I worked at uh, the Shamit Bank in Boston. So I had some, I was like, I can do that because at least the money is a little more. And you know how expensive New York living is, and I had my own place. So, mm-hmm. um, but something happened. It was a gentleman, um, his name was Gutter, and he needed help with a DVD project. And I, I found out um, part of the way through that he was kind of taking advantage of women, and I had all of this mm-hmm. experience in, in college my degree was in media, and I took public relation classes and all of that, and um, I had a motorcycle accident, and everything kind of culminated in a perfect storm to push me into that area. I was like, once I got hit by the SUV on the motorcycle, I was like, what am I really doing with my life? Because it just flashed before mm-hmm. my eyes, and I... I was like, I'm not really sure that being in corporate America is fulfilling me. Like, because they can make you or break you. Those are privately owned companies. Right. Um, right. They can afford to bring people on um, mm-hmm. overqualified as temps and not give them benefits, you know, for God knows mm-hmm. how long. And I was just like, you know, I may as, may as well follow my heart and do what I want to do which was PR and, 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 and helping people, not so much just the traditional uh, phraseology of PR, but helping people uh, communicate their messages to the people that they're trying to reach. So mm-hmm. I was fantasizing about that on my lunch break for like a year before I actually 
embarked on that officially, mm-hmm. and and that's that's how that came together, and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was just like I remember December twenty sixth of I think it was two thousand five or no two thousand six. I officially launched my website, and I had a great web developer, web, well, web de- developer, pardon me, by the name of Gregory Wilcox out of um, mm-hmm. Atlanta. He did design uh, mm-hmm. for IBM in, in, in the airport, Delta. And he, he designed my first website. So it was easy making that transfer, and it wasn't, it wasn't easy at first, like, monetarily, but I stuck with it. Fulfilled me so much over the years, growing with with my company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I yield the mic. That's what they say on Clubhouse when they're done talking. I yield the mic. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you know, with with your experiences, um, you know, working in the the industry when you launched um, um, your PR company, was it helpful? To, or were you able to um, communicate with a lot of your connections that you had when you was working behind on CBS and so forth and so on to be able to gain the, um, the, the to be able to find the, right, um, the right, people right. that you were, were you able to right, um, right. Um, do that? Go ahead. Well, well, what I learned at CBS News, I was assisting some of the producers behind the scenes with their documentaries and, and sitting in on the meetings for the morning news. And and what that taught me more than anything was that my research was um, was capable of making the news. <laughs> you know, right. so I was like, if I could do it for them, it, it, you know, and they are senior producers, then I can do it for me. One thing that I left out of my resume was also doing the same damn thing at Fox, which was a shorter time period, but I worked briefly with a a Fox producer. So sometimes um, the experiences are to show you what you're capable of, if that Mm -hmm. answers your question. I I didn't really take away a heck of a lot from CBS more than I took away from the corporate world because – when I was on Wall Street and in Midtown, I was actually the front man directly for some of these Fortune 500 companies. And that, if okay. anything, taught okay. organization, interfacing with complete strangers, and being productive on right. their behalf. Okay. And gotcha. I took away a lot of important organization skills. People underestimate the importance of organization. You know, I don't know how anybody could set out to be a CEO or their own boss without good organization skills. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, let me. I, I always want to ask you this in terms of um, your, your client. So, uh, what what would you consider a good client versus a bad client? You know, a good client is somebody who is enthusiastic about their own work. A lot of times Mm -hmm. people uh, approach their PR campaigns like um, consumers 
and they don't really have a vested interest in it. It's kind of like they feel like they can purchase the experience, not realizing that the experience is also what they make it. I work with them. I can't. I can't mm-hmm. make them a hundred percent. Like I need them to throw in. And so, mm-hmm. a lot. Sometimes you'll realize that people are not really self-supportive. And that is very daunting for them because then they don't want to accept accountability for how things turned out. You know, sometimes Mm. they're just not vested. And, you know, I'm going to give you an example. If I I set somebody up with an interview and then they spaz on the interview, like they either don't show up for the interview or, you know, they don't perform you know, despite my conversations and being nervous is a very real thing. But I also think that if you're not vested in your brand, then you're not going to know how to present when it comes time. So Mm -hmm. um, PR is not something to be taken lightly. It's just for people who really understand Mm -hmm. themselves and know the product that they're marketing or, you know, and they don't Mm -hmm. even have to understand marketing in the traditional sense, but it boils down to, I have a message that I, I feel, you know, would benefit others or I want people to hear what I'm hearing or understand what I'm understanding. That's what it boils down to. So, you know, if you're not ready for that, then it's not going to be a positive experience. All right. Now, right. is there anybody that you have worked with in the past, so, so one of your clients, um, you don't have to mention any name unless you want to, um, that you <laughs> could not work with and you just like, you know what, I have to let you go. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I will not mention any names, but I want to mention, if I may, <laughs> just two, individu- two individuals. Now, one of them in- invested very well in his, compa- his campaign, and the other did not. But it doesn't make, make a difference. It's not about the investment level. It's about the attitude. Let me mm. talk about the gentleman who kind of invested minimally. And he mm-hmm. had these grandiose ideas, and it was very minimum investment, but actually a whole cable network invitation came out of the situation for him. Mm. And he got exactly what he paid for and some, but in his mind, he believed that he should have been served. And not understanding that PR is not just a time-sensitive industry, but there are third-party vendors that I have to work with. And right. do a lot of things um, like it's not enough for me to like you. I could like you all I want, but, you know, and support you. But if there is not a budget in place to get your things where you want it to get, if your budget stops here, we have to stop here. Because yeah, I don't right. have no control mm-hmm. with third-party vendors. And an entire cable network channel invitation for him came out of that situation. And he was very ungrateful and just Mm. still kind of asking, you know, what he got out of it. Like, dude, look at your invoice. You got exactly Mm. and some what you paid for. Another situation was someone who was, I don't want to say entirely fake, but let's say that he enlisted a lot of assistance to get his message across. He, mm. he was, was honest in that he had 
a brand or he had a product that he wanted to shop, but he he didn't do the personal work. He didn't do the work as a as a person um, mm-hmm. to make it real, and so he was bringing in unqualified people uh, to help him, and it just was like weird. It's kind of like asking someone who's not that bright in science in science to take your science test for you, and then they only get like a seventy percent for you. You know what I mean? So that was right. weird. Does that answer your mm-hmm. question? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so what separates your company and yourself from other PR companies and PR in public relations uh, altogether? Pro- uh, what do you call them, public relationists? I don't know if I said it pro- properly, but what separates you from the, your company and so forth? Hmm. Well, I mean, ironically, you would think that publicists are not um, – that they are not uh, prone to be friends with one another. But believe it or not, I have a lot of friends over the years who have been publicists. And uh, what I can think of offhand that has distinguished us from one another are our skill sets and our interests. Like, I have a friend who's not that strong in writing, but she's strong in bringing people together. She really Mm. should have been an event coordinator. I've got another girlfriend who um, she worked better in a team setting. She didn't understand um, kind of the nuances that go with doing these things independently, but she understood she was given a task in a team setting how to carry out, you know, orders, executive orders. <laughs> no, she, she understood right. how to carry out the tasks at hand. She just was better at working in a team setting. Um, I have another uh, friend who really, I don't want to say that, hmm, she was also not a strong writer, but she was good at um, – she she gravitated to commercial brands and would do – even she would, she would work for free to be proximate to those commercial brands so that she could utilize them to benefit her clients. So I feel like okay. people are different. I don't know that I um, am so different. I, I felt that um, – I never wanted to pigeonhole myself personally. I always wanted to have a source of income coming in. And I had so much experience over the years, like even from when I was 20 years old, like I did a little bit of work for Wu-Tang. That was how I got my start. And then it was like bouncing back and forth between college and what that had to offer, those intern experiences and then the corporate world experiences. So I had a diverse palette. Some people are not are not uh, they, they don't they don't have the diverse palette. But I personally saw, okay, here is the board of education, and they need X, Y, and Z. And then here is a textile company in the UK, and it's important for them to do X, Y, and Z. And at every juncture with every client no matter when it is, you know, you should always um, approach each 
situation with research, like just to be ahead of the curve, find out what the trends are in the latest, you know, resumes or biographies. Find out what the trends are in these things so that you can compete. So it was easy mm-hmm. for me to approach taking on um, different clients because I was always doing fresh research for them anyway. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, one last question. We're going to music break. Could you stick around and co-host the rest of the show with us? Uh, That's right. Someone who's listening, <laughs> someone who's listening to you and, and interested in, in what you're doing, what advice would you give them? Books. Read. Don't just read. Read specific books. I want to recommend, hmm, I had some books that helped me understand people. If you're going to be working with people, you have to understand people. And uh, you also have to accept that adversity is part of working by yourself if you're going, if you intend to be successful. So I want to say The Art of War is a good book to read by Sun Tzu. The Psychology Mm -hmm. of Winning, uh, Stop Worrying and Start Living by uh, Dale Carnegie, and Using Mm -hmm. Feng Shui. Believe it or not, the way you are working independently, it's important how you position things in your workspace or in your home. Mm-hmm. So those are my main top reads. Using Feng Shui, Stop Worrying and Start Living, The Psychology of Winning I personally love because it discusses taking accountability for what you saw or what you heard. How many times in life have you been in a uh, dispute and somebody challenge you with what you you claim you saw or heard. You know, oh, all the time. In any <laughs> discussion, you can expect for people to push you, and the only way that they can get over it is if you allow it. But you must never relinquish your position. You have to take accountability for what you know you heard and saw, and you must never back down, no matter what the opponent is saying. So right. I will leave mm-hmm. you with that. Okay. Okay. All right. I like so, that. that. I like that. This, this, is what I mean, this is what I'm talking about. I've been waiting to have you on the show for years, and this is one. Of, this is why I wanted you on the show. One of the many reasons. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So sit back. Now here it is. Here is the result. So I'm gonna ask you guys again. Who do you think won in the Spotlight Music Playlist for this month between Jay-Z and Nas? Uh, you know, I'm going to go with I think the people have chose Brooklyn, Jay-Z. But my opinion is coming up. <laughs> I have to second right, that. Okay. I definitely feel strong energy coming from Brooklyn. Mm. Oh. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sit back and relax because here is the winner of this month's music playlist. It was close. It was close. And we'll be right back. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Our special guest host, Hannah G, is in the building with us. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Not, 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 not
need him a jail clips inserted A baby's being born Same time a man is murdered The beginning and end As far as rap goes It's only natural I explain my plateau And also what defines my name First it was nasty But times have changed Actually now I'm the artist For hardcore my signs for pain I spent time in the game Kept my mind on fame Saw things shoot up And do lines of cocaine Saw my close friend shot Flatlining my same That the tents carry Mac 10s To practice my aim On rooftops Take CD covers to trees Line a barrel up with your weak picture and squeeze Street scriptures for lost souls in the crossroads To the corner thugs hustling for cars that cost dough To the big dogs living large, taking it light Pushing big toys, getting nice, join your life is what you make it Suicide, few try to take it Belt tied around their neck and jail cells naked Heaven and hell, rap legends, presence itself And of course NAS are the letters that spell God, God, God. Earth, wind, and fire, rims and tires, bulletproof glass inside is the realest driver. Planets in orbit, line them up with the stars. Tarot cards, you can see the barrel knives. I am Mike, Messiah type. Before the Christ, after the death, the last one left. Let my cash invest in stock. Came a long way from blasting. Text on blocks, went from Seiko to Rolex. Owning acres from the projects with no chips to large cake though. Dimes, given fellatio. CSA zeros. Bet my nine spent for the pesos. But what's it all worth? Can't take you with you under this earth. Rich men died and tried, but none of it worked. They just rob your grave. I'd rather be alive and paid. Before my numbers call, history's made. Some are fall, but I rise, thug and die. Making choices that determine my future under the sky. To rob, steal, or kill, I'm wondering why It's a dirty game, is any man worthy of fame? My success to you, even if you wish me the opposite Sooner or later, we'll all see who the prophet is Not to like life or death, I'm a rebel in your system every night now.
put him, you know, um, above where most people will, you know, go for Jay. But I had already um, said that, you know, and I spoke to several other people about it as well, and they all chose Nas. Okay, wow. I guess it's I, I guess it's probably one of the votes. I don't know, but uh, there you go. Nas edged out, not much, not much edged out. Cause I didn't ask people. I was like, just put the name. I was like, it's not a competition. We're not making a versus. Like, hey, it's like I'm just curious. Which one? Which one uh, would you prefer? Either, either which which legend? Because it's gonna be a lot. It'll get a lot, whole lot harder as time goes on. When I have groups against groups, genre against genre. Uh, just pick which one you want the spotlight on, and this spotlight would be is on Nas for this month of June. All right, so Nas is the winner. Uh, let's keep this moving. So, what do you want to get into? Um, did you hear about Dame Dash? Um, uh, with Rockefeller, you know, almost well, well Hillfiller, Tommy Hilfiger, almost buying um, Rock um, with Rockaware for four hundred million, four hundred fifty. Hmm. I didn't know anything about this. Did you hear anything about this, um, Hannah? I didn't. Yeah, well, uh, there was, he had a, um, a interview Dame Dash, and you know how he likes to—he's very outspoken about a lot of things. Um, but um, during the recent interview with Revolt TV, um, you know, uh, Rockefeller co-founder Dame Dash said in um, his company retail um, Rockaware was at one point almost sold to Tommy Hilfiger for a huge sum. Um, this is in quote, we are about to sell um, to Tommy Hilfiger for like $400 million, Dane said. Um, I got jumped in Paris during Fashion Week, and I got the film. I can show it to you. And Tommy in my ear like, yo, I want to buy the company. I'm like, yo, I got a concussion, man. It's loud. <laughs> Let's talk later. But they did make the the <laughs> offer, so I would have walked away with like forty million. Um, and when you put a company to get bought there, um, due diligence that comes with it. Um, so due diligence is lawyers that cost like a million dollars just to look through everything. Um, he continues. Uh, we go through all that. Um, go through all of that shit right before we close. Your man makes an announcement, he's speaking of Jay-Z, of course, that he's launching another brand. So it devolved, <laughs> devalued the brand, and they left um, because they were like, if Jay's not a part of it, we don't want it. While the story is... Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so, um, they, uh, you know, he lost out on, you know, selling to... Tommy Hilfiger for some of, you know, possible $400 million because, according to him, Jay-Z decided to launch his own brand. So Hilfiger backed off because Jay's not going to be a part of it. So this is an interesting story because I never heard anything about it. But, um, you know, again, Dame Dash is very outspoken about a lot of things. Now, um, I can't say... What he say is truth to this because Jay hasn't told his part of the story. <laughs> so, um, you know, what do you feel? How, how do you feel about it? Do you feel that um that um Dame is um truthful about this, or this is one of his rants that he's you know going off on? You know, knowing that Jay is on this level and he's right here. 
you know, he's not on that same level as Jay. Well, I do know that uh, Dame Dash, every time he shows up in the news, it's over something that's drastically bad. Right. And that he is always courageously outspoken about that. And um, it doesn't surprise me that they have reached a fork in the road because they have bad blood from um, Raka, the Raka uh, situation. Am I right? Didn't they part ways with that? Yeah. And he lost. Uh, He lost a lot. He lost a great deal also in his his divorce. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I I I I respect his outspokenness, but it doesn't surprise me that they're not going to be able to work together on this. Yeah, at at one point I thought that, you know, maybe um, you know, when Jay I believe um at one point he had stepped in an award or so and then he kind of um acknowledge um, Dame Dash for, you know, the rise in, of the, you know, Rockefeller records back then. So I thought that at one point that maybe they was going to reconcile and they was going to get together and maybe work on something, not being partners again, but maybe work on something. Man. And we spoke about that on the show um in the past, if you remember, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Well, that mm-hmm. reminds me. That reminds me of his uh, relationship with Jazzo, a person that helped founded him as a, an MC and really brought him in the game. Right. Same thing. Jay yeah. got to a level that he was comfortable on, um, and you don't hear any mention of the people that helped bring him in that were part of his process to success. Right. And so mm-hmm. this is very much like Jay-Z to be quiet and uh, restrictive of his uh, his input, his ability to uh, impact the situation. I do believe that Jay-Z is out to improve his, his own situation I think that no matter who he has worked with over the years, whether it was Damon Dash, Kanye West, Jazz O, and a host of other people, his bottom line has always mm-hmm. been his personal name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that he is the same, just like he said. You can put me on uh, anywhere on God's green earth, and I will triple my worth. He right. That. Mm-hmm. My yeah. worth. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's true. <laughs> you know, I, I, I look at him as separating himself from certain situations. You know, like you got certain people that still want to keep the streets in it. And, and I think that he lived that already, and now he wants to separate from that. You know, so he worked with I some people. Go ahead. No, I, I believe that he's still street, but that he uh, upgraded it. He took his street qualities. And mm-hmm. he is um, utilizing it on in different different arenas. I think he's still street as hell. He's distancing himself from people that he's dis- 
that he's distancing himself tells me that well like what I know is a cardinal rule to success. Um mm-hmm. you cannot fraternize with everybody and he's doing that. Right. The less you fraternize with people see people I'm gonna tell you changes. why Jay Z is the reason why Jay Z is dangerous is because not just that he doesn't fraternize with people, but because he also has a vision. So he's he is uh flirting and and talking just enough to people to get what he, the best that he can extract out of the situation and then he's keeping his distance immediately. Because if you have too much camaraderie with people, you're gonna play the record out. And he, he wants to be able to play a few more times. He's trying to be classic. Where people constantly play that record. Yeah, I believe that he said at one point that, you know, you need to associate yourself with people that make him move. I e in order to succeed. Friendships. Right. See, with Kanye yeah. West, he could have been friends they could have been friends. But he and Beyonce immediately distanced themselves from he and Kim. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they did. did. They did. Yeah, you're right. They did. You can see that in the pieces that they took. They distanced themselves. And he and Beyonce are not even that cool, but they were working together on that. (laughs) They were like, listen. (laughs) (laughs) They kept their distance with Kim and Kanye. And and, And honestly, I think it was good from a business perspective because Jay-Z and Beyonce understood their commitment to the long haul and did not recognize that couple as feeling the same way. And now look where they are. Mm-hmm. Beyonce and Jay-Z yeah. are still together. Kim and Kanye are not. Were they wrong? No, they were not. They were not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, from time to time, I like to tell little fun stories or find about either Mike Tyson or Prince. This little fun right. stuff, this little story that pop up on my timeline, it's, I find it this adds to the legend of Prince or Mike Tyson. This one is about Prince. And <clears throat> former basketball player Carlos Boozer, um, <laughs> Utah Jazz and so forth, um, had a house in Bel Air. And he didn't use the house in Bel Air as he resided in Utah during the basketball season. So as a result, Boozer's real estate agent told him, that he could rent it out and make some money, but he refused. Eventually, he gave in once he realized how much money he could make off of it, and as it turns out, he rented his Bel Air mansion out to none other than, I mentioned, Prince. So here's the story. So, quote, once upon a time, I bought a house in Bel Air, like 18,000 square feet. I'm, I moved here to Utah, coming here for the, re, for the season, and my realtor in L.A. kept hitting me up saying, someone wants to rent your house. I was like, no, I didn't want to spend no time in my house. Well, he's willing to pay $95,000, grand a month, excuse me. And I was like, I was like, oh, I didn't know, I didn't know who it was until he got in the car. And I was like, that's he got out of the car, excuse me. And like, that's Prince. And she was like, yeah, he rented it, so he rented the crib, so that, so that was all good. I like. I, like, tore my hamstring four or five times. There's a really good physical therapist in L.A. LA named Judy Sitos. 
So I went out to L.A. to see her. I kept calling Prince. I'm like, I'm going to stop by the house, but he wasn't returning my call. I pulled up to the house. I had these two golden lions on the gate, and it wasn't there. It was a symbol. <laughs> it, it was a symbol that I have never seen in my life. He continues. He literally had ripped out every single thing in my house. Everything was purple and black everywhere. He had turned the weight room into a nightclub with a disco ball and a DJ booth. Had a massage parlor in one room. I finally got a hold of him, and he's in Asia, in Asia, doing a tour for his album. He's like, "Booze, don't worry, I got you." He wired me five hundred grand to ease my mind. He was like, "When I move out, it will be like I was never there." Long story short, he rents out my crib for a year. And we decorates the entire house, then wires me a half a million. And then when I got there at the end of his lease, it was like he was never there. That is how much money Prince had in the story. Yeah. I love him. It was like this. And that sounds like Prince. <laughs> <laughs> like he just, I'm going to take over everything, but I respect you enough. I'm going to put it back. I'm going to disappear into the sky. Poof. I'm gone. Here's some money for your troubles. I'm gone. I love hearing Prince stories was like just that. Smooth. Just, Prince was just smooth. <laughs> he was just one of them guys that was just smooth. <laughs> yes. It just yes. adds to his legacy, these stories. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yeah, and when you when you hear the stories that are true, like what Eddie Murphy confirmed, the whole blouses and all that stuff, I really really confirmed it, and, and I'm like, wow, this Prince is like literally from another planet. Like he's just that he's that dude. He's sorely missed. His music is missed the whole nine. Um, but what we're not going to miss is another music break here. We're gonna go back to the winner of June Spotlight playlist. Everyone thought it was Jay Z. Uh, nah, unbelievable. And we'll come back. We got a lot more stuff to get into. Just so stick around with our. Huh? <laughs> What'd you say? Disappointed. Yeah. I'm disappointed at Kick's post today. I'm be honest, I'm disappointed. Well, we haven't heard your views on that. Brooklyn. She's he, he big up in Brooklyn. Uh, we'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll touch up when we take a music break. Well, our special guest, guest slash guest host, Hannah G of Hanna Associates PR. We'll be right back. NYPA Entertainment Radio. One time. Yeah. Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat, one stage, one nigga front, my face on the front page. Only if I had one gun, one girl, and one crib, one God to show me how to do things as son did. Pure, like a cup of virgin blood, mixed with 151. One sip will make a nigga flip. Writing names on my hollow tips, plotting shit, mad violence. Who I'm gonna body this hood, politics, intelligence. Leave bodies chopped up in garbages. Seeds watch us, grow up and try to follow us. Police watch us, roll up and try knocking us. One knee, I just could it be? My time is up with my love. I got up. The cops shot again. Bust stop glass burst. A fiend drops a Heineken. Ricochet in between the spots that I'm hiding in. Blacking out. I shoot back. Fuck getting hit. This is my 
hood, I'm a rap To the death of it, to everybody, come on Little niggas is grown, hood rats Don't abortion your wound, we need more warriors soon Sit from the stars, sun and the moon And it's like a police chase, the street sweepers and coppers Sick of kids with no conscience, leaving victims with doctors If you really think you're ready to die, with nines out This is what nines about, nigga, the time is now one mic All I need is one mic, one mic, one mic, one mic. All I need, all I need is one mic, one mic, one mic. All I need, niggas. All I need is one mic, one mic, one mic, Yeah. All I need is one blunt, one page, and one pen, one prayer. Tell God forgive me for one sin. Matter of fact, maybe more than one. Look back at all the hatred against me. Fuck all of them. Jesus died at age 33. That's 33 shots from twin glocks and 16 apiece. That's 32, which means one of my guns was holding 17. 27 hit your crew. Six winners to you. Everybody gotta die sometime. Hope your funeral never get shot up. Bullets tear through the innocent. Nothing is fair. Niggas roll up. Shooting from wheelchairs. My heart is racing. Pacing revenge in the air. I let this shit slide for too many years. Too many times now. I'm strapped with a couple of max. Too many nines. If y'all niggas really with me, get busy. Load up the semis. Do more than just hold it, explode the clip until you empty There's nothing in our way, they bust, we bust, they rush, we bust Let's fly and feel it, I feel it in my gut That we take these bitches to war, lie them down Cause we stronger now, my nigga, this time is now All I need is one mic Yachts and some more shit I used to run the block, now I'm corporate Hopping out, you know it's sun when the doors lift Whole squad Mets patting the sky like They watch me like the chip, courtside 
flow to get tougher. She begging me to come for a sweet chick, waffles with raspberry butter. Wear a pink, got the roller rink middle of the summer. If I can't get it done, I got soldiers with me to cover. Please get the money, we only stacking it up with. She stay icy, cause shit can fight me. She on demon time, I get her response. Niggas not lit, not like me. Can't get nothing by me, my mind is 2090. Kalo K, A by Pricey. Cost money, beat the charge money. Fast money, push the start money. Large money, that's the bar money. Uh, little advice, always ask spice. Always get the liquor with the ice. Not me. I don't give a fuck if that's white. Uh, fuck a bag, any bitch, and it's all white. Nice, uh, dang, right now. If she tell me, no, I'm getting tight. Look, every time you saw me, I was nice. Every time I saw you, you was light. Fuzz, uh, every bitch, you get look like a dyke. Look, bitch, uh, I mean, she might. Might not never be my type. No, might never be my type. Look, that bitch is trash. I only fuck her for the hype. I only fuck her for the hype. Look, uh, Kalo K, A by Price. Shocking all that he was. I was surprised myself. Um, move on. Lakers. LeBron James becomes billionaire, first active NBA player ever to hit milestone. The Lakers. Uh, LeBron James reportedly the first NBA player to become a billionaire while still actively playing. Active. Forbes Chase Peterson uh, with Orange uh, reported this past Thursday that James' net worth surprised the one billion mark. After he earned $121.2 million in 2021. Uh, the 37-year-old Ohio native is one of the most recognizable athletes in the world. He lived up to the hype as a generational prospect in 2003 to become one of the greatest basketball players in history, highlighted by four NBA championships and four NBA awards. Based on Ford's valuation, James has tallied $385 million in on-court earnings as part of a 19-year career of the Lakers, Cleveland, and Miami. He's set to make another $44.5 million next season in L.A. as part of his two-year contract. He's added another $900 million from all mm. court ventures, including endorsements, contracts, per force. The revenue stream was boistered last year by the release of Space Jam and New Legacy, which featured the NBA longtime gold standard 
in a starring role and also included also included his Spring Hill Company as one of the movie's production groups. It's generated $162.9 million worldwide sales. James is the largest uh, stakeholder in the Spring Hill Company, which itself carries a $725 million valuation, according to Forbes. Other aspects of this estimated net worth included $90 million from the Fenway Sports Group, which includes uh, Boston Red Sox, the NHL, Pittsburgh Penguins, and EPL Liverpool, $80 million in real estate, and $30 million from Blaze Pizza. In 2021, James confirmed his desire to become the owner of an NBA franchise. Quote, I got so much to give the game. I know what it takes to win at this level. I know talent. I also know how to run a business as well, and so that is my goal. My goal is to own an NBA franchise. It will be sooner than later. If that comes to fruition, he'd be following the footsteps of Michael Jordan, the owner of the Charlotte Hornets, who became the first NBA player to hit $1 billion in net worth after his on-court retirement. What do you guys think about that? I, I see it. I see it. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not surprised um, by that. Um, you know those numbers um, of him um, hitting that mark. Um, so, you know, I say, you know, I'm happy for him that he's won. But you know, to be the first to to reach that milestone while still active in the game, you know, that's that's definitely um, impressive. And I'm sure that will open up the doors for other athletes to want to follow his footsteps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Hannah? I think they just throw entirely too much money at these athletes for mm-hmm. for reasons that we can't even remember in the long run. Why was he getting so much money? Um, isn't there like this, this guy from uh, England or something like that or Switzerland who's like uh, blowing out his whole. Uh, he has a he has a, a track record, right? And they have somebody new who's blowing out his track record record on the court, and then they throw all this money at him. I don't understand that. Mm. It, 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 it's crazy how. Um, let me back up a little bit before I get to that statement. Let me back up. Uh, fast for the past month or so, on the show, we have discussed different streams of revenue coming in. You can't just depend on one thing in a certain industry. You, you got to get different streams of revenue. So I'm happy that he, that LeBron Smart got different streams of revenue uh, coming in outside of baseball. He's pretty much planting the roots, you know, putting, setting the foundation for when he steps off the court. The money that these athletes, whether it's NBA, baseball, football, or whatever, it's ridiculous to play a sport. And I love sports where we always hear, you know, oh, we're like uh, in a deficit and, and we don't have enough money for this and this, that, and the other. You turn on the news and someone's only getting $200 million to put a ball in the hoop or someone hit the ball with $300 million, close to 400 to play a sport, but yet people are struggling all the way around. And I never understood that myself, and I love sports. But I never understood how overall that, you know, that people can, can, you know, they're cutting this back and cutting this back. Oh, we have enough money for this. We're whatever. 
we're going bankrupt and blah, blah, blah. But these athletes are getting really, like, maxed out, super-duper guaranteed cash money to play a sport. And I now always bother me because they're like, wow, how is that possible? Say that again? I said right. Don't get it. You know, so um, they're getting the money from somewhere. Now, it's funny, like, these companies, as fans uh, of sports and entertainment or whatever, we're it's coming from us. We're buying the merchandise. We're buying the tickets. You know, we're buying to see. Right. I don't know who. Bought, I don't know who bought to see Space Jam too. I'm not gonna get to that as a whole topic for another time. But you're paying to see these these movies that he's in or whoever else is in, and we're not getting nothing back in return. We're just getting entertainment, and we're we're, we're just giving and giving <laughs> giving, and nothing's returning back to us. So I just I don't know. That's it, right. It, it boggles the mind. It boggles the mind. But it's just, it's, Kyle, it's, it's, I have a request before you go into the very next Nas song. Can I make a request? Hmm. The Black Republicans. Can you make a request? Go ahead. Oh, Black Republicans. Let me play it again. No, Black Republicans by Nas or Black Girl Laws. Can you play either, uh, any, any of those? I'll play Black Republican again for you. We played it earlier. I'll play it again for you. You, you did not I'll play, play it again. yet. You said you're going to play it again. You didn't play it yet. Yeah, he did. I, <laughs> I did. He actually did. I did. I did. No way. Early, <laughs> I did. I, I believe I did he play played it. it just before you called. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh. I'll, for you, okay. I'll, right. I'll play it again. You got no problem. Thank play it again. You. No problem. No, I will do that. Ever. <laughs> You're my favorite. <laughs> Thank you. Before we get back to Nas uh, playlist, Zoe, what do you want to get into? Um, Young Doug, your favorite rapper. Yeah, well, y'all, y'all see Kyle, uh, Kevin Lyles. Kevin Lyles, he had to go uh-huh. and, and uh, he had to go to court. About him, Kevin. kind of give like a character uh-huh. um, testimony, and I feel as though the very next day that he is trying to distance himself from that and just stick with artists that don't get into any trouble. Because the next day, Kevin Lyles is promoting like this Latina rapper oh. or songstress. And he's just trying to get away from that immediately, trying to distance himself. So, well, 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 let me ask you this. I mean, Kyle and I speak on this a lot on on the show. Why do you feel that um that a lot of these artists that came up from the streets and you know they've done they you know illegal activities, criminal activities um you know in the past, but they work hard to break into this industry and they make it into this industry, but they can't leave that lifestyle alone. Yeah, well, you... I feel like that's by design. I feel like the industry zeroes in on people like that deliberately to create hopelessness in the masses that listen to them. Because if you look at, like, look at the legacy of the rappers, of the hip-hop rappers, don't most of them die young? Yeah. Look at your rock. Comparatively speaking, if you look at your rockers, some of them, have, you know, they're still doing shows. So, 
I it really dawned on me when we lost like multiple people over the last couple of years mm-hmm. that there's got to be something in their lifestyle that is doing this, and it also makes me feel like better not follow them to the T for those who are looking to them as role models because look right. where they're ending up. They're dying young. So I feel like, I mean, look at the slew of rappers that they have out. Lil, so-and-so, and such-and-such. Lil, Lil, Lil. Now we got Young Thug, Young, so-and-so. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even focus on it. Like, these are essentially children that they are giving these deals to who are making right. poor decisions. And, yeah. uh, you know, unfortunately, have influence over the masses. It's really yeah. not fair to those who maybe are not thinking that far into the rabbit hole. But 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 do you think that a lot of the record company um, are also influ- you know that they're part of the problem because they're allowing Hell them to yeah, make certain music um, and not and not you know yeah. if I'm knowing this person talking about shooting killing this person and all. Um, I probably, as a record exec, would say, hey, you know what? We're not going to allow that. We need to change that up. But they allow that. Look at Lizzo. Look at Lizzo. She's obese. Right. I mean, how often do they bring in young, truly talented, beautiful songstresses? They don't do that. But they let her in. Not only is she Mm -hmm. obese, but she's offensive. So, yes, I feel like they are not only being selective about which type of artists they support, but how they support them. Because you don't Mm -hmm. hear any objection to people like Lizzo. She is a bad influence on people, period. You know, the way that she get out there and dress, you know, half naked and... You know, she could be she's, very tasteful. Lonzo, she's completely <laughs> naked, not half naked. Right. <laughs> I, was, I was being <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I, I, you know, it just, it just uh, you know, amazes me that it just, it just, that's something that bothered me for, for a long time because, all of this is targeted to the black and Latino um, community. You know, um, they know that you make a song about shooting and killing another person. Who's doing that mostly now? We are. We're killing mm-hmm. each other. We out there mm-hmm. shooting each other. Mm-hmm. Sad, sad world that we're living in. That That is true. That is true. Um, all right, so... We're going to play one more, one more knives. On the request of our special guest host, we're playing Black Republicans. And when we come back, we're going to try to start, time to flew by. We're going to start wrapping things up here on NYP Entertainment Radio. So stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio. I know you can feel the magic, baby. Turn motherfucking lights down. Let's go, what up? What up, homie? I mean, 
what you expected, ain't it? Let's go. Uh, uh, uh. Turn the music up uh, in the headphones. Uh, 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 yeah, that's perfect. Take your time, make a nigga wait on this motherfucker. <laughs> make a nigga mad and shit like. Niggas usually just start rapping after four bars, nigga go in. Start dancing this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, he just come out of nowhere. I feel like a black public money I got coming in. Can't turn my back on the hood, I got love for them. Can't clean my act. Good, too much tugging now. Probably in the back in the hood. Like fucking bitch. Huddling over the oven. We was like brothers then. Though you was nothing other than the son of my mother's friend. We had governing. Who would have thought the love with it? Like ice cold album. Uh, all good things. Never thought we'd sing the same song that all hood sing. Thought it was all wood train. All good brain. We wouldn't bicker like the other fools talk good game. Never imagine all the disaster that one could brain. Could brain. Should blame the game. And I could. Kill or be killed. I could. I Refrain, forever be a debt and that's never a good thing The pressure for success can put a good strain But when you call best then yes it could bring I'm the worst of every person even the good saying No we rehearsed it, it just ain't the same When you put the game at 18 Then you mix things like cause jury and miss things Jealousy, ego and pride in this spring It all to a head like a coin Just a chain, the root of evil strikes again It's good thing Now the team got beat between the post and the point this puts the ring in jeopardy It's definitely like Black Republican money I got coming in Can't turn my back on the hood I got love for them Can't clean my act I'm good Too much tugging them Nah, probably in the back of the hood I'm like, I feel like a Black militant taking over the government Can't turn my back on the hood Too much love for them Can't clean my act for good Too much tugging them Probably in the back of the hood I'm like, fuck it then I'm back in the hood They like, hey, nah Blowing off perks Reflecting off they lives Couple of Fat cat, couple of AIs Dreaming of fly shit instead of the gray skies Great five paid eyes, wishing I rain dies Pitch sling pies and niggas they sing why Guess they ain't strong enough to handle their jail time Weak minds keep trying, follow the street signs I'm standing on the roof of my building I'm feeling the whirlwind of beef I inhale it Just like an acrobat, ready to hurl myself through the hoops of fire Sipping 80 proof, bulletproof under my attire Could it be the forces of darkness against hood, angels of good that form Street politics makes a sweet, honest kid turn illegal for commerce uh, to get his feet out of them converse. That's my like word. Black Republican money keep coming in. Can't turn my back on the hood. I got love for them. Uh, Can't clean my act for uh, good. Too much tugging them. Nah, probably in the back of the uh, hood. I feel like a black militant taking over the government. Can't turn my back on the hood. Too much love for them. Can't clean my act for good. Too much tugging them. Probably in the back of the hood. I'm like, fuck it then. I bet I'm living it up on some station. I don't want it 
like a battery You can't mistake him for nasty You know my anatomy You know my body is voodoo probably Kama Sutra, Mr. Uchiwali She hit the wall I'm in control I'm in her soul Sugar daddy sometimes No sugar coat in one line When we talk But she thought She could have found a new guy That kid alright But I'm a kryptonite A different type Lorenzo and Nia Long Love Jones Dipping on the bike You growing Into a better woman It's whatever we thugging New product every season 50 ball on the budget If it didn't occur She for me I'm for her Running. Only thing worse than being alone Is wishing you were to her face Sweet about me, a lot of sour I know that you believe in stars Just like stars, you know your words got a lot of power You know I'm good at reading you I spent like 10,000 hours I must have bought you 10,000 flowers Ignoring red flags and all the bows I even bought your daughter clothes and your father clothes And I bought you diamonds even though I got a heart of gold And on your enemies we rode I go Picasso Auto War We a different pedigree I did some foul shit across the line You seem to petty me I never gave you infidelity or tried to wreck your credibility. I'm not your ex, I'm your ecstasy. Methamphetamine, ain't no better me. Trying to do what I'm meant to do, teach you, please you. You know, I never mistreat you and treat you, you know how it goes. That down life shit. Sean Don. Let's go. I got that New York walk. I got that Detroit soul, you know. Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio Live on Blog Talk. Wow, it, two hours just flew by, having a lot of fun. Sure uh, we got to do this again. You got to come back more often and just bust it up. Most with, uh, definitely. Give your opinion on everything. It's a lot of fun with you. Indeed, it is. Yeah, well, be careful <laughs> what you wish for because you just might get it. We want it. We want it. Bring it. <laughs> Thank you for playing Black um, Republicans again for me. That sounded beautiful. Thank you. No problem. And one of the toughest things when people make make these votes, I was wondering, I can't get everyone's favorite song from these artists. They got a huge catalog. So I'm like, I'll pick the whatever. I get what I can get because this could be like Nas Volume 1 compared to other songs that I couldn't get on here. You know, same thing would have been with Jay-Z. Right. It would have been like a Jay-Z volume one. Um, so that was, it was hard okay. to pick. I was oh, man, this is the jam. This is the jam. And other songs, they've been on with other people. And, oh, that's just like, So I had a good time grooving when the winter came in. I was like, just and grooving to the music. Uh, that was like the best part right there, just listening to like, oh, okay, just thinking of different Nas stuff and, and so forth. So uh, we'll let, uh, do another spot playlist. Down the line, um, and uh, we'll have Hopefully a brand new uh, 
I said, unbelievable. Nas is your pick yeah. this month. Like, <laughs> oh, man, I got good memories with him, but damn. <laughs> bananas. I think yeah, Nas, Nas is a cool guy, though. Him, him and Jay. Yeah, Jay is definitely cool. Um, yeah, so later on sometime this year, before the year is out, we'll have another Spotlight Music playlist where you guys get to vote again. And uh, here we go. All right, so let's do the shout-outs. But we want to have our guest, ladies first. How do you shout-out, plug your website, the whole nine? Word, all right. Word of mother. All right. HannahAssociates.com. That's H-A-N-A and then Associates, P-R. Oops, never mind. That's the email address. That's H-A-N-A-A-S-S-O-C-I-A-T-E-S.com. Holla at your girl. And Ms. Mm-hmm. Hannah G on all the social networks. There you go. Any shout out? Yeah. I yield the mic. Oh, oh, oh. I, I could do shout out. Yep. Get me started. <laughs> I want to shout out Kyle of this video program that I've had the awesome um, opportunity to work with over the years with hundreds of clients, and they just always keep it real. And I think that it is a blessing and long overdue that you guys have like platforms showcasing this this uh, segment every week. I'm so, like, proud of you, but also I know that that was already, uh, you know, duh, like, of course, that you guys would be on 20 platforms by now. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm just honored for the opportunity to holler at y'all these last couple hours. And um, I want to give a shout-out to my daughter, Michaela Danae, and my dog, Amina, and all my fish. Ow. <laughs> I yield the mic. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Your fish. <laughs> well, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Hannah. We're definitely grateful um, that you came on to bless us with your presence here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. Uh, we definitely want you on more. More. Um, not just one other time, but we want you many more times to come. Um, so anytime you want to come back on, just call. Well, you don't even have to ask if you could come on. Just come. <laughs> Make your presence Can known. Can I next time? Just give my commentary next time. Is that okay? Yeah, that's, okay. that's fine. Okay, good. All right, I'm going to see you all next time. Indeed. All right, so you got your finished Shout out, Zoe. Yes, yes. Shout out to um, Kyle, Philly, you know, New York, of course. Um, to everybody who continue to follow us, we're definitely grateful to all of y'all. Um, continue to follow us. Continue to um, spread the word to listen to NYPA and Entertainment Rate to Knuckleheads on the show talk. Um, <clears throat> as I say every week, new topics, new music. Hit us up at NYPA. Entertainment Radio at gmail.com. I'm sorry, NYPA Entertainment at gmail.com. Um, re- always remember, spell out the word entertainment. Once again, that's NYPA Entertainment at gmail.com. Definitely. Uh, shout out, Nahana, as always. 
we go way back like spinal cords and seat uh, seat belts. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how far back we go. Uh, appreciate you <laughs> for all of your <laughs> all the years of support. Uh, shout out to Zoe, New York, everybody. Thank you for everybody for taking time out uh, for voting, texting me, contacting me directly, comments, and the whole nine. Y'all didn't really have to do that, but y'all y'all did. Uh, surprising win. Who knew? Uh, but thank you, everyone. Real quick, I'm going to say this real quick. Um, and I said at the end of each show, and this one in particular, there's a lot of stuff going on. Mass shootings. We had one here in Philly last night. Yeah. Downtown. Um, it's it's scary overall uh, when you can't be in school or be in a shopping mall. Right. Be hanging out with your right. friends on a spring night. It's not summer yet, y'all. In the spring night, you got fools who just want to be evil and mean and just injure or kill innocent people. We got to get better with ourselves individually. Damn the laws. Indeed. Ourselves. We got to be better with each other. We, we're humans. Like, life is short as is. You're taking people, babies and husbands and wives and friends away for no reason. For what? That's not cool. Okay. Love each other. Say that again? I said it's very tragic what's been going on. Um, it is. Because yeah. of the, you know, the flexibility on the gun laws, and I mean, damn if you do, damn if you don't. I know a lot of people are thankful for the gun laws being as lax as they are here in the South. You no longer need a, um, per, you know, permit. You could just get one yeah. and right. protect yourself, but. I mean, you look at the situation in Texas and be like, yo, that's that's not right. Yeah. And but you know what? send their child to school. It's supposed to be a safe place. Nobody wants to think right. about that because if, it's, if it's going yeah. down in the school, I'm blowing, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm shooting through those daggone windows. I'm getting my child right. out. And that's that. There you go. Right. There you go. Uh, thank you, everyone. Love one another. Be safe. Be with your family. We'll see you live here next week. NYP and Timmy Radio. With that being said. Yo. I'm not a preacher. I just like making good music. Paranoid from the weed, Lord, can you help me please? Once more I drop to my knees, tell me, Lord, how could it be? Blind terrain I've never seen, tell me, Lord, why is it me? Is it cause I'm chasing dreams? Is it cause I'm chasing cream? Is it cause I'm close to each and every one of my enemies? Danger is my company, I swear I hate this industry. All women love the way I'm living, they know I'm unforgiving, heartless and deceiving. How am I still breathing? Scared of what I've seen, still scared of what I'm seeing. Uh. Making me pick and choose with win or lose Even one of one, my mind is left battered and bruised Choose, these niggas fruity like a pebble I fly straight, I'm on my level Sell your soul, deal with the devil <laughs> I'ma stay smoking this weed, man
having trouble finding the absolute meaning of life. Will I become a success? Can I find me a wife? These questions seem to get harder as they passing me by, but I won't give in to the pressure floating on cloud number nine. I'm just drifting away. These dreams keep me fueled to progress. This weight that I hold on my chest from packing on all of the stress. Throughout the daily grind, I seek to find a peace of mind. No wasting time. I need to climb up to the top to make this mine. Cause I control my destiny as I'm destined to be much more than the stars. Can I line the journey is dark, but I'll find a source of light to help distinguish the goods and the evil. The benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through Won't let my demons conquer all that I built from within Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen It's more than words in the story that I relate to you My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truth As if the beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing Ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring As the summers get hotter, winters get colder I say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder You need a shoulder to cry on, then you can lean on me We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead The scars are they are reminders of battles that I've won Lessons I've learned and rules that I broke to teach to my future son Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant, and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing Culture my morals of society as he begins teething But if I have a girl she'll be my diamond and my pearl Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age With knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain The show is over. The show is over. The show is over.